You're listening to the people behind your favorite apps. This is a show for software professionals looking for uplifting, impactful stories from every stage of the software development lifecycle. We'll share stories about app development successes and failures and how teams collaborate to develop software that makes tremendous impacts on the world around us. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Smart Bear's brand new podcast, which is titled The People Behind Your Favorite Apps. My name is Noel Wurst. I am our director of storytelling here at Smart Bear, and I'm joined by my co-host, Frank Kilcommons. Frank, you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Sure. Thanks, Noel. Yeah, my name is Frank Kilcommons, as Noel mentioned, and I'm an API technical evangelist here at Smart Bear. Love everything to do with engineering and APIs and how teams work. So yeah, we really looking forward to this this series, this season of the people behind your favorite apps. It's gonna be gonna be super. Awesome. Thanks so much for being a part of it. I'm really, really excited about that. I also wanted to give a quick shout out to our former podcast here at Smart Bear. Before I joined, it was called The Good, The Bad, and The Buggy. And I really enjoyed that show. I liked it a lot. It was hosted by two people who were unfortunately no longer here at Smart Bear, but I just thought it was awesome. It was one of my first introductions to the company and have been looking forward to getting another podcast going here at Smart Bear, but just wanted to take a second to acknowledge that show that we once had here, because it, it really was great. So the people behind your favorite apps, just a quick explainer as to what that means, why we kind of chose that name. SmartBear obviously has a number of uh, technologies in our solution portfolio. We love talking about technology and all the cool tricks and hacks and technologies and frameworks and clouds and everything else that people are using to build great software. But we also kind of noticed this missing component of some of those stories around the people and who those people are and their different backgrounds and walks of life and their experiences and how they collaborate and share their stories up to the management level and how they reach out to other teams and not just keep things siloed. So we really wanted this show to focus on the people that build great software. And of course, we'll be talking about plenty of technology along the way. Yeah, I think it's it's such a wide top topic as well. You know, we were struggling with the name and apps was kind of what we landed on, but that's very much inclusive of, of so much across the technology space, you know, be it mobile apps that you obviously install on your on your tablets or your personal devices, but also how they can progressively enhance when the ecosystem supports it and, and you know, be more of immersive experience in a desktop world. Myself, I, you know, I'm absolutely obsessed with APIs and APIs are products and they are apps and they are commercial and marketable in, in other ways. So I'm sure we'll have plenty of, of good discussions about that as well. Voice enabled devices, AI, you know, bringing back how people engage with technology, you know, bringing everything back, as you say, kind of into a more com natural conversation. That's really interesting as well. And I'm really looking forward to discussing that with some guests and to see what their take is on, on the future of voice technology as well. And not alone that, you know, I think patterns or books or frameworks that are really helping teams build better software, we know we're also interested and we'll be exploring some of those topics throughout this season as well. So very inclusive and, and apps is kind of the catch all for some great content. Yeah, totally agree. Thanks for pointing that out. I mean, we're, we've kind of reached the point of we've all kind of got maybe just about enough apps on our mobile devices, especially that we... We'll, we'll continue to download them when needed, but there's so much other software that, that falls outside of that uh, descriptor that we want to talk about. You know, internal apps that people use, internal software that people use to build software that doesn't necessarily ever see the light of day outside of an organization still plays a pivotal role in how teams are able to collaborate and get things done at an accelerated pace at a higher quality and, and everything that entails. 
So as far as some of our goals for the show, you know, we, we've been asked by folks here at Smart Bear and others asking, like, what's the point of the show? What are you hoping to get out of it? Who's your target audience? Things like that. I thought we'd discuss that for a moment. For me personally, it's as big of an audience as we can get. I know that's a ambitious goal, but I really do want the show to be something that, you know, earns developer trust and doesn't come across as just a something that is outside of their 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 world or their interest, even though we might say it is. We really want it to be something that developers and testers and IT and product managers and product owners and API arch architects and everybody else really gets something out of. My other goal is just that we get a lot of really great stories. I, I As a storytelling director here, I it's not just stories that I want to tell. I, I really like hearing other people's great stories and meeting folks from around the world who have those stories that they've either already shared or maybe haven't been asked to share before. So really looking forward to talking to a bunch of new people, uh, hearing a lot of great stories that that you and I and, and Frank uh, can all kind of think about and ponder and wonder if we could implement in our own organizations and what benefits that might have. Frank, how about you? Yeah, I think that, that that's super novel. It's, yeah, like I think from an architectural perspective as well, from my background, you know, what I really got passionate about over the last couple of years and especially working in the API space is that intersection between business, humans, and technology, and and understanding, you know, how our guests, you know, the actual people who are who are building these these great hacks for us, be it apps or be it APIs or be it books or whatever, how they uh, kind of let's say look at the problem space that they're trying to solve for, and, and as they've evolved, is their same view of the problems that they were trying to solve the same, and how do they maybe empower and equip their teams to to ensure that they don't encounter the problems that they're, they themselves are trying to solve for in the industry. And I think that's that's a very interesting way to look at it. And probably one thing I'll ask every single guest uh, throughout the series is also to get the insight into what their favorite apps are and, and why. I think that will just be some very interesting perspectives that we can learn from. Yeah, that's a great point. One that was brought to, to, to me by the folks at Sweetfish who are helping us produce this show. I want to give a shout out to them and thank them for their work in getting this show off the ground. When, when we told them that the idea behind the show was going to be called The People Behind Your Favorite Apps, one of the folks that I spoke to there kind of asked me which apps we were going to be talking about. And I, I quickly started rattling off some of my favorite apps. And He's asked if marketers were the target audience for the show. And I said, well, no, not really. I mean, we certainly want them to enjoy it. And he said, well, those are all apps of a marketer. So like, have you asked your developers what their favorite apps are? And it was a very humbling, a very humbling question at that moment. And so uh, as Frank mentioned, we, we, we've already spoken to our own developers here at SmartBear and asked them, what are some of your favorite apps? And probably not too surprising to find out that they were entirely different from my favorite apps, many of which I hadn't heard of. But what was interesting was that a number of them were open source applications and open source software. So that kind of leads us into our next topic is that we absolutely want a focus on open source, not want a focus on open, on open source to be something that you'll find here. It will be. It'll be something that we'll be talking about frequently. Open source tools obviously play a huge role in the uh, the, and the, the professional lives and personal lives of developers out there and, and others. And so SmartBear has a number of open source communities here within our own walls, but there is so much great open source software out there and the way that that software is built and how those contributions are recognized and brought to light is something that we want this show to also do. Frank, any more on the, uh, the, the open source interest and, and passions that, that you have? Yeah, well, it's it's very near and dear to, to my heart and I think to all of our hearts uh, collectively within SmartBear. And it's it's such an interesting topic because, you know, open source doesn't mean free. You know, it's uh, it takes a lot to, to build a good community. It takes a lot to build good open source software, you know, even looking at the 
the log for j issues over, over the last year, you know, or over the last couple of months, should I say. And that, and that was you know, a core group of a few contributors who were really powering so many applications across the world. And that, that goes underappreciated many, many times. So the stewardship of open source is something that's very important. And as we're talking with our guests who have open source offerings or, or maybe completely operating in open source, it'll be very interesting to see how they kind of protect open source and how they don't you know, have it as being a funnel to commercial and how they can really make sure that they drive it forward and build a community and have empathy for the contributors that are out there in their spare time trying to build software that helps people, basically helps people achieve more for less. Yeah, that's great. That's that's uh, that's that's the whole gist of why we'd like to do it. There's so much good going on within those communities, and a lot of efforts to get more people involved with them. You know, as a non-developer with zero coding school skills myself, you know, I, I tend to just kind of like poke around open source communities. Those that have open Slack channels or message boards that you can join and and observe, I go in and just kind of eavesdrop and. Uh, don't always know where to get involved or where I could, even though I think it would probably be a lot of fun to do so. So some of the shows we have planned are those who have, with guests who have made really concerted efforts to make their communities more inclusive, just always inclusive so that people do, who do come and kind of come in and see what's going on and think it looks fun and thinks they might have some great ideas to share there, uh, feels comfortable doing so, finds an easy path to, to then get in and contribute to those communities in any ways that they can. So looking forward to those future episodes as well. Absolutely. Next question that I had on here, a thing I wanted to talk about is just what's one area, I know you're super into APIs, it's fine if it's APIs or if it's anything else, that's great too, but what's, what's just one area of technology that, that you're really looking forward to diving deeper into, learning more about and, and then sharing through this show yeah you nailed it <laughs> it probably will naturally get down to to the brass tacks of apis in every conversation to to a certain degree of course but i think you know there i would be surprised if we talk to any guests this year where apis aren't kind of crucial to what they're doing in some shape or form so i'd be very interested to learn and hear what their approach is to apis right across their development cycle um you know, what their thoughts are from a design perspective, what their thoughts are from making breaking changes, potentially how, how they're managing the communities around their APIs. So it'll be, it'll be very interesting. I think that that's one of the things that I'm really excited about because this isn't an API focused podcast, but it'll, and I think as such, we'll have much more maybe natural conversations as to how people are just thinking about APIs without that being their primary focus when they're coming in to chat with us. Yep, absolutely. And then I think for me, it's going to be part of you know, my, my background and how I kind of got into tech at all. And it was the testing community. I, I love talking about software testing, whether it's uh, automation or exploratory testing, exploratory being my own personal favorite type of testing. But I'm really looking forward to making sure that testers and developers who perform tests, wh whoever it is that is helping contribute to quality, that they're a focus of this show as well. It's it's certainly not the job of any one team. When it is, you're only going to reach a certain level of quality you're able to deliver rather than when you've got teams and it's developers running certain types of tests and testers given time to test and, and, and people collecting customer feedback. Sometimes it's the customers performing the test and they don't even know it. Um, taking some of those, those, uh, those test results and those lessons learned, those findings, no matter who it is, that's bringing them in and making those, making those more aware to, uh, to folks in your organization so that those changes or ideas for improvements can be made 
by all. So definitely going to be a focus on software quality, no matter who's performing the test or contributing to that. So look forward to talking about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think in general, you know, it, do it doesn't matter what type of software is being built. It takes people to build the software and that's kind of, you know, the essence of our, of our show. And it will be very interesting to, to hear from people how they protect and manage, let's say the, those people, you know, how they have empathy for what they're trying to do, how they equip them with the tools or the apps that they need to help build the apps that they're trying to, to bring to market. So, you know, everyone is under more and more pressure now in delivering software. You know, there's there's these digital immediacy demands where people expect everything to be done very, very quickly, to be releasing multiple times per cycle, you know, so even multiple times per day in, in, in certain instances. So be interesting to see how from a team and a culture perspective the founders and the people behind the apps that we will be bringing in are, are managing that and, and kind of promoting the well-being of their most important asset which is their people 100 percent. that reminds me of some of the other there's a meetup that frank and i also host called the apps and coffee connection where we get to talk to it's a been a largely developer audience but there are a couple of testers who i'm really excited have have not only shown up but have returned in multiple weeks and that group will also get started again here shortly so look for some more news uh, on that soon. We're excited to have that, 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 that initiative continue here. So love seeing how developers and testers either learn things about each other or what the other is working on and then identifying ways that they can kind of contribute to those goals because they're shared goals. Like you just said, Frank, it's, it's software quality is, is, is everyone's job and everyone's responsibility and everyone has the uh, ability to, to contribute to it no matter what their, their day job is or their primary goal. Ultimately, the primary goal is to deliver software that works and that people really enjoy using. You said it. Lastly, just kind of going to reiterate the point of this show one more time. This really is just kind of our intro episode to give people a better idea of what we mean when we say we want to talk about the people behind your favorite apps, who those people are, what those apps are, and then what that other software is that falls outside of that term there, apps. Um, Frank, you just mentioned it a minute ago. It's Empathy is big for everybody, but certainly here for us here at SmartBear who have identified others here um, who, who have a strong belief in empathy and, and letting people know what it means, how to express it, how to nurture it, grow it, find it within others, and really just make sure that's uh, at, at the core of what a lot of people's intentions are. Um, we've been talking about a lot about empathy in the last couple of months this year and even going back to last year and we'll kind of continue to go forward. So, you know, when I think about empathy in this show, again, it's, it's it, my just kind of one sentence uh, explanation is, we're not trying to give all the to give the tools all the credit for the the software that's built. They certainly deserve plenty of credit. They certainly do a lot of work in helping good software get out the door and and stay good software through each release. But it's those people. It's the way they collaborate, the way they work together, the way they share ideas, lift each other up, celebrate their successes, and make others aware of their successes who who may not have heard um, about those. So, Frank, anything more on that from you? It's very much a two-way conversation, you know, it kind of takes two to tango, as they say. So it's looking at empathy for the people who are responsible for, for building these super apps and then also having empathy for the consumers and the problems that you're trying to solve within that market segment or with that, within that consumer group. So it's right across the board and I think you can't outweigh one more than the other. Um, so really looking forward to diving into it in much more detail with, with some of our guests as we uh, proceed. Absolutely. And part of that empathy extends to you, the audience, and delivering a show that you want to listen to and that you get a lot out of. So as we mentioned, how we'd reached out to our own developers and asked them what their favorite apps were, we'd love to know what your favorite software is. There's lots of ways to get in touch with Frank or myself on Twitter or LinkedIn or through SmartBear. 
reach out, you know, let us know what it is that you'd like to, to hear discussed on this show or who it is you would like to see on this show or, or, or hear be talked about on this show. There's lots of people that we would love to reach out to. We want this show to be something that our audience is excited to hear and feels like they've contributed to. This is not just a list of guests that we'd already booked and already kind of have in mind. We, we really want this to be a show that you both enjoy listening to and contribute to in ways that you're able to do so. So please do get in touch with us to let us know how we can do that for you. Thank you. Smart Bear Solutions streamlined the development and testing processes for more than 16 million software professionals around the globe. Our mission is to be the first choice for software teams of all sizes, providing them with tools that enable the development and delivery of world-class applications. Learn more at smartbear.com. You've been listening to the people behind your favorite apps. If you like what you've heard, please rate the show and share it with a friend so we can deliver these memorable software development and testing stories to as many people as possible. Thanks for listening. Until next time.